This is the happy hour. You guys want a happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. A 937 a ticket and the ticketfm.com. Welcome in to the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary with you guys. Shout out to Rico for holding down the fort the last couple of days. Appreciate you, Rico. Hello. Um, hello. How's it going? It's going good. Good. Are we making it through? Yeah, we're making it. Good. How was your uh, burger? Surviving. It was delicious. Thank Good. you so much for the burger. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, anyway, did the energy. 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line. Both those open for you guys the entire show. Um, hope the week has gone well. I appreciate, like I said, everybody here letting me take a couple days and uh, do a little rest and recovery for the for the good old voice um, and the vocal cords. We're all good to go. Got an exciting week. I It didn't register until like yesterday morning. I, I was looking through my phone and I thought, wait a minute, because I was wanting to see what NIT games were on last night. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered that the first four is on tonight. Yes. So it, it's literally a, like a 48-hour turnaround from Selection Sunday to the first four being played, and I can't think of anything greater. You have the I mean, if you want to talk about the world's or excuse me, the sports going on in the world today, you have the World Baseball Classic, which even if you're not a baseball fan, it can be extremely electric to watch. Um, because especially like the the games with Japan and the games with uh, with some of those other countries, Puerto Rico, they celebrate everything like their team just won the World Series. I love Home it. run. They celebrate like the team won the World Series. Party, strikeout. Yeah, same thing. I mean, you had a group in the in the USA game a couple week, couple days ago on Monday night. You had a group of like five or ten fans of Mexico. Every single that strike that was called, they stood up behind home plate and r- rung the guy up. <laughs> and it, so it's like they they celebrate every little thing. And I almost wonder, like, hmm, I wonder if Major League Baseball season would be more enjoyable. If they had fans like this should, at their game, you should look at this and realize this is fun. Showing emotion is fun. I don't remember what team it was. Yeah, a pitcher threw a strikeout and was just yelling at his own dugout, well, like, and, just excited. And it's like, yes, well, and, yes! Unfortunate, and unfortunately, like maybe uh, what, what probably plays a huge part in that is the 162 game slate, and, and you know, because you get in the, the right in the thick of it in like game 93. And you're like, all right, this is kind of you know, I'm not going to bring that energy today. I'm just trying to go for for a hot dog and beer, and that's fine. Um, but it's it's the World Baseball Classic's a lot of fun. Highly recommend. Um, there was a former Salt Dogs player pitching for Canada yesterday hey. or two days ago, and absolutely gave up a bomb against Mike Trout. It happens. I mean, it, it was it was like a 450 foot home run to left center field. That was, he was a former Salt Dogs pitcher. But it, I mean, so it's kind of interesting some of the stories that you get to hear and things like that. But then we have the women's basketball NIT going on tonight. With uh, Huskers and Missouri State, mm-hmm. that one tips off at six p.m. from Pinnacle State Bank mascot? Bearcat. No, ooh, I, I can picture it. It's the maroon bear. There it is. It's just the bears. Bears. 
I, I could picture the the Missouri State logo. I, now what's so this one's at Missouri State twenty and eleven overall, mm-hmm. while Nebraska sixteen and fourteen. Nebraska is obviously the host site in the Missouri Valley Conference. Yeah, you know what what uh, Division one team they beat that has a uh, Husker ties. Ooh, I don't TCU. Okay. Oh, with Bella Cravens. Bella Cravens. With Bella Cravens, former uh, Husker. I looked a couple um, of things up. So maybe if they if they're still you know if they're still tight with Bella, they can ask. Hey, tell us about Missouri State. Yeah, I mean, so and Scott says, well, you could always have the Savannah Bananas come to town for a baseball game. The Savannah Bananas are a really interesting story because, it, so cool. like, if there's a documentary out on like ESPN Plus, I want to say, mm-hmm. where it's the owner. He talks about how he was poor. He was barely scraping by, and he thought, you know what? We're going to try to change baseball and what baseball is like. Mm-hmm. And so um, he just completely branched out, and what's so wild is it's worked. But like now, I think we're at the spot where if there's another organization that tries to become the Savannah Bananas, it's almost too much. Like they found this niche it's and, them this and that, group. Uh, that other team that they always yeah. play. Yes, yes. Because they've they've gotten this like Harlem Globetrotter type of feel to it. Mm-hmm. But they still play baseball, but they wake there's nights they wear kilts, there's nights that they I wonder if it's they could so take, weird. Could they take it on the road? I'm sure they could. You you have to I I have a feeling there's probably like the financial logistics involved yeah. where you I mean obviously you have to pay them to come out mm-hmm. and I don't know, but I, and I'm not trying to say like Nebraska needs to play but the like, Savannah Bananas or something but, like the Harlem Globetrotters, where you don't have to pay them to come out. They just they they show up yeah. and everybody buys the tickets to watch them. Like, could they do that? But the only difference is with the Globetrotters basketball court, everything's the same mm-hmm. all the time. The hoops are the same. The courts the, not the courts the same, but you know pretty much the same. Whereas a baseball field, there could be different dimensions. It could be a yeah. turf well, field. I mean, or now, grass granted, field. Now, I, I think I'm sure they're branching out on the road. I mean, we've got a couple of textures that say um, they are touring. They they do go on the road. They're touring the states this year. Oh, okay. So that, that's awesome. I do also know that for some of the players within that organization, mm-hmm. it's very it's very um, you have to be very cautious about it because talking to a couple of the the college guys that have went. Um, to go play for the Savannah Bananas, it gets repetitive. And you kind of get tired of like dancing in the outfield. And you get tired of all the other antics because you're trying to play baseball and you're trying to get better because that's what summer baseball or summer league for, for college guys is kind of about. Max Anderson's a perfect example. He goes to the Cape Cod and he lights it up. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about Max Anderson being a draft prospect this year. And and him continuing his hot streak from the end of last season with Nebraska to having a great summer again, and now he's already starting lights out. So it's kind of interesting. Um, but I I mean because you're, you're trying to play baseball, but you're also trying to win game win or you know have play it play into the not the antics, but it's play antics. Into you're the, right. Play into the actions that that Savannah Bananas you know have on on a daily basis. So. Um, I'm not even sure how we got how we got onto the Savannah Bananas, but um, uh, uh, pitcher for the Salt Dogs. Yeah, pitcher for the Salt Dogs. I mean, and, and it's Mike Trout. I mean, how, how, you can't. I'd be okay with that. You kind of, you kind of I mean, went right be, over the. I mean, I wouldn't though, be okay so. because I want to win the game, but I, I would be okay with that. But no, the World Baseball Classic is amazing. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Team USA is currently tied for first in Pool C with Mexico yeah. and Canada at two and one. Uh, Pool D, Puerto Rico is currently second behind Venezuela at two and one. Venezuela is undefeated. Um, but no, it's, it's fantastic. It's really fun. 
Everybody in Pool A has a two and two record. Really? Cuba, Italy, the Netherlands, Panama, Chinese Taipei. They all have a two and two record. Well, and when when the U.S. won it, oh, this is okay. So, Cuba has only allowed fifteen runs. Chinese Taipei has allowed (laughs) thirty-one. But they're still two and two. Yep, they are twenty. They they've scored twenty-six. They've allowed thirty-one. Cuba scored twenty-five and only allowed fifteen. Okay, that that's <laughs> that's interesting. So here's um, and and for people that might not pay attention to the World Baseball Classic, that's okay. Now, when the United States won it, I believe it was in 2018 that they won it, and Andrew Jones, the former Orioles mm-hmm. center fielder, was like Rica. was like the 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 most valuable player voted, whatever it was. That was like a super big shock that the United States won the World Baseball Classic. So now. Over the last like two or three years, I've really started to kind of follow the World Baseball Classic. You have you have Joe Davis on Fox, uh, you know, broadcasting it. You have the MLB Network um, kind of taking part in the rights as well. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to make it more accessible, I suppose. And it feels like this year, I- I'm hearing more about it and wanting to be engaged more than than usual this season prior to or bef- you know rather than in the years past where not so much. Like I mm-hmm. I saw it on ESPN. I kind of just scrolled on through. Even though I'm a baseball yeah. guy. So I'm looking at this right now, and Pool D and Pool C still have to determine their um, champion or their person to move on to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuba will be facing Australia in the quarterfinal. Um, or was that – or what did that one already happen? No, that one already happened. Cuba won 4-3. to three. Gotcha. They're playing in Tokyo. Canada um, had one of their biggest wins – um, over Colombia last night, one of their biggest wins in their in in history, mm-hmm. with a five zero win over over Colombia yesterday. And then Italy and Japan will play tomorrow uh, mm-hmm. in their quarterfinal, and the team to face Venezuela is still to be determined. But we have four games on today. Venezuela and Australia are currently playing. Venezuela is up five to one in the top of the eighth. Uh, Mexico and Canada go at two on FS2. Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic at six on FS1. And the United States is the nightcap at 9 p.m. on FS1 yep. as they face Colombia. And, and so Columbia. you have Merrill Kelly, who a lot of people might be like, who in the world is that? Merrill who Kelly pitching that? for the United States. Brady Singer of the uh, Kansas City Royals was pitching the other day, got shelled. Shellacked. <laughs> He was not pitching well, um, uh, and, and so, but it's, it, like Brady Singer was cool because you see these guys pitching on this stage, and I remember watching Brady Singer in Omaha mm-hmm. with the with the uh, Storm Chasers. Like I was like, I remember going to to a couple games and being like, yeah, I hope one of the Royals' top prospects and Brady Singer is is hurling tonight. I hope he's pitching tonight. So. Um, it's kind of cool for that reason. Merrill Kelly, uh, a 34-year-old pitcher that pitches for the Diamondbacks, um, he was 13-8 and last year in the regular season with a 3.3 ERA. So, I mean, just I, I recommend it. Just try it out. See if you hate it, you hate it. Um, but, I mean, obviously it's like a, t- a bunch of all – not I, don't, I wouldn't call them all-star teams, but on the USA team it's, it's Mike Trout, Nolan Arenado – Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Tim Anderson, Whit Merrifield, um, Will Smith, the catcher, not the guy that hit his uh, hit the, the hit the host. Um, <laughs> so I mean, you have you have all these guys. Pete Alonso's on the team as well from the New York Mets. So it, it's just you want to see home runs. You want to see the top players playing in games that mean something. Un, you know, 
that's not the all-star game, World Baseball Classic's a, a place to go for that stuff. So um, Shohei's playing. I mean, there's other things. I want to see the Team Puerto Rico for... roster because that is Yeah, my pull spot. it up. Pull it up, please. So Team Puerto Rico's national roster, they have their manager is Yadier Molina. Man, that's why. Well, so the USA's manager is Mark DeRosa. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, I mean – I always watched Mark DeRosa on MLB Network. It was called, it was a show called MLB Central. And, I remember that. And it was with like Mark DeRosa, Lauren Shahadi, and somebody else that I'm blanking on. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this is how I viewed Mark DeRosa. Like, I remember, I vaguely remember Mark DeRosa as a player because he played for, for the Cubs for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I vaguely remember Mark DeRosa as a player, but I see Mark DeRosa as in that guy at MLB Central. And then they show him on the TV as the manager for the USA. Uh, World Baseball Classic team, and I'm like, that does not look right. And then they <laughs> interview him in between innings, and I'm like, that does not sound right. No, I don't like this. And it's it's a place, I guess, uh, the way I kind of view it by reading a couple articles and, and just learning more about the World Baseball Classic is it gives guys like Mark DeRosa, like Yadier Molina, to see if they want to get into the managerial roles in baseball. David Ross did not. David Ross just decided, you know what, I'm going to be a manager. I'm going to go with the Cubs when he probably shouldn't have, but here we are. Whatever happens, happens. Okay, so the infielders for Puerto Rico. Javier Baez, Edwin Diaz, Kike Hernandez, Francisco Lindor, Vamel Machine, Emmanuel Rivera, and Neftali Soto. Okay. Outfielders. There's some good ones there. Outfielders: Henry Ramos, Eddie Rosario, Nelson Velasquez, John Janeshvi Fargas. Nice. Uh, catchers: Martin Maldonado, Maldonado, MJ Melendez, Christian Vasquez. Pitchers: Jose Barrios, Fernando Cruz, Jose De Leon, who threw a perfect game for five and two thirds against right. Israel. Alexis Diaz, Edwin Diaz, Dominic Hamel, Jorge Lopez, Anthony Maldonado, Giovanni Moran, Nicholas Padilla, Emilio Pagan. Yaxel Rios, Derek Rodriguez, Hector Sandiaco, Marcus Stroman, Dwayne Underwood Jr. So, so I mean, there's there's a couple notable names on there. And then I have Team USA. Jason Adam from Omaha. Yes. Is on the roster. Right-handed pitcher. Pete Alonso, Tim Anderson, Arenado, Daniel Bard, David Bednar, Mookie Betts, Kyle Freeland, Paul Goldschmidt, Kendall Graveman, Kyle Higashioka. Yep. Uh, Merrill Kelly, Aaron Loop, Lance Lynn, Nick Martinez, Jeff McNeil, Miles Mikolas. Cedric Mullins, Adam Ottavino, Ryan Presley, JT Real Muto, Kyle Schwarber, Brady Singer, Will Smith, Mike Trout, Kyle Tucker, Trey Turner, Wainwright, how could Devin I forget, Williams, how could Bobby I forget Jr. about Trey Turner? How could you? Like, think about that middle infield that they have to decide between, like, Whit Merrifield, Trey, Trey Turner, Turner, Tim Anderson. Um, I'm, I'm missing a couple names on there as well. Like, Bobby uh, Witt Jr., I mean, he's a third baseman. Is it Neil, Neil Walker? No, not Neil Walker. Um... The Jeff sec- McNeil, Jeff McNeil, the second baseman for the the Mets. Like it was Tim Anderson. Yeah, it's crazy because like Jeff McNeil was getting the start over Whit Merrifield the other day, mm-hmm. and you're like, how do you sit Whit Merrifield on the bench? And then it was like Tim Anderson's getting the start over Trey Turner, and it's like how it's so matchup based that it's really fascinating to see how they kind of construct the lineups and why. Do you want to know their their when you have so many talented coaches. players? As you said, DeRosa's the yeah, manager. Mark DeRosa, Brian McCann's the bench coach. The Ken, former Braves catcher. Ken Griffey Jr. is the hitting coach. Yep. Andy Pettit's the pitching coach. Luke Collier's the first base coach, base coach. Dino Ebel, the third base coach. Dave Rigetti, the bullpen coach. Michael Young, the batting oh, practice the pitcher. Oh, the former Texas Ranger. The for, the, he's a batting practice pitcher. The batting pitcher. practice pitcher. And Carlos <laughs> Munoz, the bullpen catcher. <laughs> That's So I, I did know that, that Ken Griffey Jr. was the hitting coach. I did not know that Brian McCann was on the, ro- on the, on the staff. 
the former he Brian McCann was one of those guys that obviously and understandably so mm-hmm. got kind of under under uh, appreciated with the Braves for a while because you had the guys like of Chipper Jones and you had um the, the when the Braves were going through that in the in the early 2000s I suppose but I love it. <laughs> that's wild. And that's, I'm pretty sure at one crazy. point at one point I saw some I don't remember what team it was, but the the manager or the bench coach like put subbed himself into the game. <laughs> I think it was Venezuela and I'm pretty sure it was uh uh, the Tigers' first baseman, Miguel, Miguel Cabrera. Miguel, Miguel. I think he subbed <laughs> that himself. So, in. <laughs> that's such a Miggy thing, too. I think that's such I a could, Miguel, I could Miguel be Cabrera thing to do as well. Um, all right, so let's also, let's Great go ahead. Britain's jerseys suck. Yes, they're just gray, yes. and they're, they're just like it's Great Britain. The the, uh, the default jersey on any yeah, video game. Just it's just Great Britain. Great Britain. Some some the pitcher's tee. It fell on off. Great. So it fell it off. Gray Britain. Gray Britain. G R E A. Yep. Britain. Gray Britain. Yeah. So it was good stuff. Team All right, Rico has the best jerseys. Um, let's go ahead and we'll take a break. When we come back, I, I want to talk March Madness. I need to publicly uh, apologize or, or sympathize with Rico for something an event that occurred yesterday. I texted him about it. I texted him about it, but I have not talked about it publicly on the air. They so we need broken, to get man. that. We need to get that out of the way as well. Um, also, we talk Scotty Scheffler's choices for food at the Masters. Okay. The uh, the the for the previous champion mm-hmm. always gets to pick the, food. the dinner, yeah. the dinner and the food that goes along with it, and it just came out. Okay, um, it says served in honor of Mr. Scotty Scheffler. So we're going to uh, let you know on what the fellows at the Masters Club are going to be eating on uh, April fourth, twenty twenty three. We'll do all that next coming up on the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.